And hello and welcome to Let This Mind Be In You. I'm Brother Michael D'Angelo here with you on a Friday night. And as you can see, uh, Brother James McDonald is back with us. And uh, it was good to see you, brother. Um, you've been here for about 45 minutes, but it went really fast. Yeah, it did. It normally does. Yeah. Uh, when we start talking, that's yeah. kind of how it goes. Uh, yeah. Motoring. Motor mouth. <laughs> just going going at it. But uh, no. About man. good stuff, though. Yes. So that's Amen. The, that's the, the Amen. great thing. All right, so welcome uh, to Let This Mind Be In You. Thank you so much for joining us tonight. Um, so just by way of introduction, uh, if you're tuning in for the first time, we've had a couple new subscribers. And if you're watching this, uh, whether live or on the um, uh, replay later on, I guess, right here on the channel, or if you're listening later on to the audio podcast, you can find that at Let This Mind Be In You Ministries Podcast. That's on Apple Podcasts. That's on iHeartRadio Podcast podcast p-o-d-c-a-s-t-s dot com um, those are the three platforms you can go and uh, check out the audio version audio version is nice for the car driving oh, trucking yeah. if yes. you're driving down the road and you can yes. listen to it i know brother james has uh, talked about how nice that is in the past yes. just to listen and get caught up um, also if you want to uh, reach us here on this channel uh, or you want to reach me at any time you just reach me at the um, email which is at ltmbiy at yahoo.com, which um, also want to bring this up while we're at it. Uh, we were talking about this too, How to Be Saved and Know It by Brother Jacob Thompson. Um, I gave one to my brother over here for him to uh, read through and to give out to somebody, So, um, which I'm sure he will do. And um, also, so these are only a couple dollars a piece, but these are really good to get. And so if you're on here tonight or if you're watching this later on, How to Be Saved and Know It, just look that up. I think it's on, uh, uh, Brother Jacob, help me here, uh, Lulu, uh, Barnes & Noble, and Amazon. Just look that up also with uh, the Romans 10 controversy, his other book. So that's it. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not paid by Brother Jacob, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not... Well, if I am, I'm. It's not very much. It's like nothing, zero, zero cents. But that's you know, the rewards that we are paid are yeah. uh, eternal, that's and right. we'll we'll see those. Um, and so we're praying that that will um, go out and be fruitful. You know, God, brother James has promised that His word will not return void. That's right. So, um, brother Gabriel's here. My mom is on here. Uh, so hello, mom. <laughs> oh, just Lulu for the booklet. My my apologies. Uh, Romans ten controversies on Amazon and Barnes and and, and all that. Okay, sorry about that. Um, Sam, uh, this uh, gentleman here. I ordered five and getting them sent to Australia. I got a free postage code from Lulu. All right, so brother Sam in Australia, and I was talking to brother Sasha who is in Croatia. This is worldwide, man. It's a worldwide <laughs> ministry. Awesome. So that's good. Go ye into all the world. Right. <laughs> so just by pressing go live and going to a, well, a worldly platform yeah. uh, such as YouTube, and as long as we stay on here, this is what we're going to do. This yeah. is what we're going to use it for. It's like um, it's standing on the world's largest street corner preaching. That's what it is. That's it. Yeah. So anyways, um, I think I got everything out of the way. Oh. Speaking of, if we get kicked off of here, so I've started migrating my videos over to the Facebook page, Let This Mind Be In You Ministries on Facebook, just for the time being. I've started using um, BitChute, B-I-T-C-H-U-T-E, but it's not very friendly. It's, I don't know if I'm going to use it or not, so um, I got a couple videos on, on BitChute right now, and uh, just to kind of see how it works. Brother Tim's on here, and my dad. Awesome. Hi, Dad. <laughs> so, but uh, anyways, that's great. Um, but in case anybody's wondering about that, if you're if you're wanting to find a different place to go see it, or also you can reach me there as well. All right. So, the reason why we are here gathered tonight is to continue in the book of Romans, Romans chapter 6. And um, uh, my brother here has talked about how this is one of his favorite passages, Romans 6. And um, before we get started with reading uh, verse by verse, uh, Brother James, uh, some of the things that you were talking to me about before we started, what are what is the reason behind Romans 6? Why does that um, 
how does the Lord use that passage of scripture to speak to you? What I love about Romans six is the one of the biggest things for me is the motivation. Mm-hmm. Um, just when you consider uh, what Christ has done for us, and you look at this, I mean, it's it's a conflict that we see, and we experience it all the times in our lives. But this battle of of spirit versus flesh, and we see um, in this chapter just what Christ freed us from. Mm. And one of the things he did for us, one of the many things that he did, and you look at the freedom from sin, but it's complete freedom. And that's the thing I think is so awesome about this this chapter is the freedom from sin. the bondage of it, the slavery to it, the uh, penalty of it. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just an absolute, you're free. Yeah, amen. You know, and it's just, it's absolutely, it's challenging. Mm. Uh, it's motivating. Um, I find it comforting at the same time that I don't have to mm. sin. I don't have to. Wow. You know, yeah. because of what Christ did, I no longer We'll see it as we get in. Mm-hmm. It's like I, I no longer have to. That's right. And, I mean, you think about that. People without Christ have to sin. I know. They yeah, we're have gonna, to. We were just talking about that. <laughs> so it's it's, it's going to be yeah. it's gonna be very interesting when we uh, get to that portion of it. So that's great, man. I mean, the, the fact that as Christians, that's why I talked about the book of Romans. My dad did as well. Um, he said if there's one book of the Bible, if he was put in prison, they oh, said, yeah. look, you can just have a portion of scripture just one book of the bible he would have the book of romans because as born again believers it speaks to us differently yes it does than the exposing part speaking to a lost person the only thing that they can understand that the holy spirit can convict them of is their need of a savior why because of what their condition is what their standing is what whose eyes they are guilty in front of and that's what the book of romans does for the lost man but for the saved man we have the joy yeah As you just spoke about how, like, just comforting, how we talk about what he did for us, but now how we can live life more abundant. That's right. We can live that life now more abundant. So that's that's awesome. Um, I, you know, the only person I haven't seen Roger up yet or say anything is Taz, Sister Taz. Uh, She's got to be on here. No, maybe she is, but um, it's the kids. You know, you've got maybe they're they're like I. And they did have a Your good, wife tired everybody yeah, up. Yeah, <laughs> well, my wife is probably pretty tired. So my wife is uh, taking up photography, and um, I think she's really, the. you know, the Lord gives us talents. He really yeah, does. She's really good. And um, so I, she was over there at your house and was taking photos of the platoon, <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, the, the entire You're squad. Right, yeah, the whole squad. <laughs> yeah. And um, so she had a great time doing that, and... Um, She's going to be in here in this studio because right at the monitor that are right there, that's where she does all of her photo editing oh, okay. and everything like that. Okay. So it's a dual purpose yeah. studio. <laughs> awesome. And um, we squeeze all, you know, my brother here is actually here. So he knows how small this room actually is. <laughs> it looks big, you know, wow, we got all this room, but it's like, hey, can you move out of the way so I can get out of here? So it is, it is a small room, but it, it works. You know, what's really interesting too, as we're kind of, speaking through some fun things. So when we had uh, our, the, our group of believers, our, our local church came over to the house right. uh, for us to gather up fellowship and, and, and um, worship together. When they came over, Miss Joe, when she walked in and saw the, saw the studio, she's like, oh, I thought that was real wood. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so what do you mean? <laughs> th- this is not real wood, <laughs> but it does look pretty good, but uh, it is not. It's fake. <laughs> You know, through the magic right. of video, um, but it's not a green screen. It a- actually is an actual screen back here. So I don't think anybody was ever wondering. But Miss Joe was like, "Oh my goodness! I just really right. thought that that was real wood back there. It'd be nice if it was, right. but uh, it's not." Uh, Brother Gabriel says here, "Every man and woman are sinners by nature, and we're born with the seed of sin. It doesn't matter if you are saved or lost." Yeah, that's true. We're going to talk about the uh, the body of flesh, right. the unredeemed part, mm-hmm. uh, maybe a little bit later on. So, great point. Okay, with that being said, uh, that was ten minutes, man. Oops, <laughs> we're just me and Brother James. We get together. We just. <laughs> We just start talking. So, let's, brethren, um, we prayed right before we came on here. I hope you pray every every time that uh, you're about to come on here as well, that God would give us the words to say, that we'd say nothing 
of ourselves. Right. Uh, that it's when we go to the Word of God here, it needs to let the teacher do the teaching, and uh, we are just the conduit, so to speak. We're the vessels. We're the ambassadors right. that are just proclaiming the word of the king. So let's go to our King James Bible, the king, not this uh, earthly King James, but uh, the book of the king here, the king of kings. Yes. Uh, in Romans chapter 6 and verse 1, right away, because uh, we just got done doing Romans 5 last week, but it says, what shall we say then? Shall we continue in sin that grace may abound? God forbid. How shall we that are dead to sin live any longer therein? And um, I just wrote here on my notes here, great question. Yes. Because, brother, we were talking, isn't isn't that man's religion way? It's like, look, you can just come and, you know, you can go to heaven when you die. Right. You don't have to, you know, you don't have to come to the end of yourself. You don't have to just understand who you are, you know, and you can live how you want to live. Yeah. And, and I mean, with that, you see a sort of how people so easily misuse scripture because you look at this and it's almost like we know that these were written in letters, mm-hmm. you know. So to me, this is a very good chapter break because it's almost like a challenge is beginning, mm-hmm. you know, because it's not uh, we already know the the answer to his question. Um, you know, three questions here, I think the first three verses, but we see God forbid, how should how can we, you know? that are dead to sin live any longer therein. It's almost like he's reasoning with you. How can that be your conclusion? Right. You know, how can you come to that thought process that, okay, yeah, I've died to sin, but somehow that frees me to live in sin. Mm. How can you come to that conclusion? Yeah. Seems like it's what he's saying. Yeah. And also, uh, whom the Lord loveth, he chasteneth. Yes. So the chastening is the part, an important part. Like, cause Paul's saying, how can you live any longer therein? I, I would add a question. I'm not trying to add to the the Bible, but he, you know, Paul says it in other places, but um, in others that in writing in the Bible speaks about that. How could you live any longer therein? Yeah. If you find yourself able to live for a very long time, and I'm brother, but for the grace of God, um, I wouldn't be standing here right now. Uh, but the point is, is that he's going to chasten you. That's right going to keep chasing you yes. and then there's an ultimate chastening where it's like look i'm recalling your ambassadorship yeah. and essentially saying you need to come back to right. the kingdom right come you know i'm taking you out of here um so and it, you know we both have children you obviously have way more than i do <laughs> <laughs> but the i saw that today in my little girl you know it breaks my heart every time i have to correct her and right. chasten her right because it's like, look, you know better. Mm-hmm. Even at that young three-year-old, almost three years old, she she's kind of starting to get it. She understands. She's starting to figure out, yeah. you know, okay. Oh, yeah. But yet it's like, oh, man, I wish I didn't have to do this. But because I love her, I'm going to chasten her. If there's no chastening in somebody's that's, life. That's, that's exactly what I was like, going to say. Yeah. yeah, That's the scary part. Um, and it, it, it is, I mean, it's interesting because, yeah, speaking of, of parenting, it is a, a, a a lesson there you know and how we parent but i mean yeah that's that's the thing that's even more horrifying than being chastened by god is when you're not chasing by mm-hmm. god because then it uses that that filthy word <laughs> bastards you know yeah. um and it's true right I you're mean, not a you're not a son exactly and, and we've been going through as a as a as our body t- uh, through first john right seeing some of those evidences and and stuff yes. like that where John addresses that, and that's another good thing. You know, eventually we'll get to that in, on this channel, uh, you know, Lord willing. But uh, yeah, and just in the first two verses, okay, what shall we say then? And he's going to say it again a little bit further down if we, as we keep reading here. Um, he's he's almost like the, here's the challenge when he says, "Know ye not?" Verse three: that so many of us, as we're baptized into Jesus Christ, we're baptized into His death. Now, obviously, we know this, this is not water baptism. Right. Um, but we're baptized into his death. It's that he took the, our payment. He, he took our place. He made the payment as the perfect sacrifice. And that's why I love going through the book of Hebrews so much. And, and in the, in the, the visualization of knowing the perfect sacrifice entered in once. And we'll see that again. Therefore, verse four, we are buried with him by baptism into death 
that like as Christ was raised up from the dead by the glory of the Father, even so we also should walk in newness of life. Yeah. Um, I think that's in Corinthians where he talks about we're new creatures. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. And I mean, uh, again, to me, this is where I begin to see what I call the motivation mm-hmm. um, that something's expected of me. And I think that is something that we often miss um, in, I'll call it Christendom, but uh, we, uh, we often miss that um, responsibility that we have. Um, and and it, it is a, a unfortunate thing because it does give us purpose. I mean, you do look at so often how I don't know if you ever, I'm sure you have, but even Christians wonder, well, why am I here? And it's like, uh, well, the answer is so clear to us. Now, the way it's done, I understand that sometimes it's okay, but what specifically does, okay, he want me to do? But yeah, I mean, we have this call, we have this responsibility. And um, yeah, for me, this begins when I say the motivation, yes, we should walk in a newness of life and the spirit is in us giving us that desire and ability. Yeah. It's interesting so. when you say the spirit, because later on, um, remember I went through the gift of, I'm going to bring it up, but the gift of God series right. speaking about the Holy spirit is the gift of God. Yeah. It's yeah. beyond like, I'm beyond convinced now that when it talks about the gift of God, it's speaking of the Holy spirit. That's I mean, because, Jesus says it yeah. when, when you look at the, uh, the, the, where he says who would give his son, you know, a, a, a stone if you ask for a piece of bread. So he mm-hmm. said, how much more will your heavenly father give the spirit to them that ask him? That's right. Whose spirit, by the way, yeah. Jesus is spirit. So, uh, yeah, a- amazing. Absolutely. Living in newness of life. And uh, for verse five, four, if we have been planted together in the likeness of his death, see, yeah. it's that likeness. We shall be also in the likeness of his resurrection. And uh, we spoke a little bit about that um, before speaking about who raised Jesus from the dead, yeah, the answer is yes, because <laughs> the Bible says the Spirit, it says the Father, and it says Jesus said, "I'll raise myself." You know, it raised himself up, and the answer is yes. Okay, the biblical Godhead, one person, um, and but three distinct things that make up that Godhead. It's blows my mind, but it's right there—the likeness of His resurrection, and in the resurrection, the final resurrection, the catching away or, um, or if we die, we're dead in Christ shall rise first. We're caught up. Then we're complete in the likeness of him again, as he created us in the beginning and in the beginning, create us in his likeness. Just interesting. Uh, and then verse six, knowing this, that our old man, there's that old man is crucified with him, that the body of sin might be destroyed, that henceforth, we should not serve sin. Beautiful. Where And that's, you know, well, I still have this body of sin. Yes. We still have this sinful flesh, unfortunately. Boy, that's the groaning of the spirit that yes. was in us. Yes. Um, but and that's why it's so interesting about that, that why the catching away is so important because this corruption right. has to put on, as the Bible says, incorruption. It has to be changed in the moment in the twinkling of an eye he will do that work yeah and just as the beginning where he created spoke man you know Mm -hmm. fashioned him out of the the uh the dust but just in a moment that's right that's all going to change boy we cannot wait for that and i I think it's interesting though also you look at how and because i i I don't know if people really look at it this way without scripture i don't know if people would look at it this way but you were actually a slave to sin and um, I mean, that's something that we we see. And I, I think that people uh, don't don't really recognize that relationship with sin. They don't see sin as that type of thing. But it's like, yeah, you are. See, I mean, it's, it's almost you look at what uh, God said to Cain, you know, in Genesis uh, when he told him pretty much to watch your attitude, you know, or you're going to have an issue with sin. I'm paraphrasing, of course. Mm-hmm. And it's like um, that's. Yeah, it is a servitude, you know, mm-hmm. to sin. It's slavery to it. And, um, yeah, I mean, it's just with what Christ has done. Again, going back to what I was saying at the beginning, we have the freedom not to serve sin. That's we right. have that freedom not to serve sin. Yeah, that's right. And uh, Brother Tim brings up here, um, notice it doesn't say groaning to see the Antichrist, like the posties, believe me. They call them posties. uh <laughs> 
like anybody that's that post trib or mm-hmm. you know to use a to use a common term um but if we go one second into it, <laughs> the time of Jacob's trouble or Daniel's 70th week or whatever you want to kind of label it as we're we're seeing the antichrist we're that's not who we're looking for yeah yeah. We're looking for that blessed yeah, hope. We're looking right. for the one who's redeemed that's us right. yeah. and has bought us with a price yeah. and has uh <laughs> he's coming back for us. Yeah. And is to catch us out of here. We're not subject to that wrath and thank God for that. Thank God for that. <laughs> it's gonna get bad. Yeah. We are never promised that it won't be bad on this no, earth. Right. And anybody that is telling themselves otherwise is just fooling themselves. Exactly. But when it comes to that time frame, we are not going through one millisecond of it at all. Because we are bought with a price. Yeah. After verse six, verse seven kind of sums that up when right. it says, For he that is dead is freed from sin. Yep. Never seen a dead person laying in a, a coffin. Yeah. Right? Right. Get up and uh-huh. pick pick your favorite sin yeah. to, to mention to you know, you got your certain preachers that want to preach on a certain sin all the time. You have never seen a dead person do that. Right. No. <laughs> If somebody has, I'm like, wow, (laughs) you know, but it's not going to happen. And so there you go. Just as you said, you don't have to because you are now dead. Exactly. To that. Yeah. You were dead in trespasses and sins. Uh Now you're dead to that that flesh. If you want to be living in the spirit, can't do it of yourself, though. Exactly. Not at all. And, I mean, that's that's always an important thing to say. It's not a strength that we're given in ourselves. That's right. It's of God. That's right. That, Through that Jesus is, Christ and his it. gift. Absolutely. Amen and amen. Um, because, again, verse 8, now if we be dead with Christ, we believe that we shall also live with him. Amen for that. Yeah. Knowing that Christ being raised from the dead dieth no more, death hath no more dominion over him. Yeah. Um, that's in Colossians, you know, where uh, I think it's 1, Colossians 1. I bring this up all the time, but when it talks about show made a show of them openly. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, peace in Philippians, Colossians. Yes, verse 15. No, it's Colossians 2.15. And having spoiled principalities and powers, he made a show of them openly, openly. triumphing triumphing over them yeah. in it. What is it talking about? Those ordinances. That's blotting right. out the handwriting of ordinances that was against us, which is contrary to us, and took it out of the way, nailing it to his cross. <laughs> Awesome. Whew, man, <laughs> and just talking about that—that's what I'm talking about. Just show, made a show of them openly. Yeah, like, okay, you think you have won. That's right, but you have not won. Yeah, because he rose victorious over death and hell. And uh, amen and amen. Yeah. Um, and and then the dominion. That, yeah, yeah go ahead. No, I was just about to say that same thing. That is the strength of sin, death. I mean, so if when Christ destroys the power of sin, that's it. That's what sin did. That's sin's, you know, if it was a supervillain, that's his power. You know what I mean? Death. That's what sin does. Death. Boom. It got you. So Christ destroys that, you know, and that he did this. He conquered this. So he dies no more. So we being in his likeness, that's also something we don't have to fear because of what he did. That dominion, that power is gone. It's no more. It's just an awesome thought process. Amen. Amen for that, man. And, you know, um, something I want to just bring up, just something interesting as a side note here. You know, in verse 5, it says, uh, For if we have been planted together in the likeness of his death, we shall be also in the likeness of his resurrection. I, that made me think about something. You know, when I read that, you know, because people always talk about what does our glorified bodies look like. Okay. Uh, do we still have... Like Jesus, when he said, "Look at look at the scars right, you know, yeah. in in my side," and, and you know, thrust your hand into my side, uh, was the nail prints in his hands. Mm-hmm. Um, and when I thought about that, you know, my mom, uh, who's on here right now, has the visual because of the sin nature of this world has scars all over her body from that arthritis. You've met my mom, yeah. you know, you know what. Her body's racked with that arthritis and all those surgeries and all those different scars. And while I would like to think that, you know, our glorified bodies, we don't have to worry about or seeing that, those scars anymore, mm-hmm. I just don't know, brother. You know what I'm saying? It's just yeah. a thought-provoking kind of thing. Uh, 
because he will wipe away all tears. Yeah. He'll make all things new. We yeah. know this. But at the same time, it does say in that verse, it seems to say, but also in the likeness of his resurrection. Well, the likeness of his resurrection in what they could see had right. scars in it. Yeah. So I just don't know. I mean, it's, it's just something that's a side note, interesting yeah. thing that yeah. when I was reading through this and studying, that's just the kind of thing that popped into my mind. It's not something to... Right. It, it is interesting because even when you think of, it's something that, that Paul says, and um, I forget where it is, but he speaks of how um, he likens us to a seed, you know, and how it has to go into the ground and then, you know, a tree comes from it. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? So it's how one thing, we're like this, these bodies go into the ground and then we come out and we're something different. Something completely different. Yeah. yeah so, yeah. I mean, it's, you know, it's, uh, it, it is interesting, I would say, uh, the thought process. Yeah, I, I do remember that when it talks about that. So if we're changed and like our glorified bodies will have no resemblance whatsoever mm-hmm. to where we like, for example, right? You know what you look like now, the scars that are in your body, so yeah. forth and so on. Will it be the same? Yeah, that is an interesting kind of a conversation. There's all sorts of different people that speculate on different things from certain things in the Bible. What the glorified body looks right. like, and again, it's not if somebody on that's on here right now. Uh, you know, it believes any kind of. Di- I don't think that it's it's a doctrinal kind of nah. thing that that cause should cause any kind of division. But right. it's just something interesting to think about. I do know that we will get a glorified body. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's that's the most important exactly. thing. Exactly. Brother Tim is on here. And says uh, he's just given what he was thinking here. Uh, I think the scars will disappear. Jesus uh, bared those marks because it was prophesied and assigned to the Jews. The I mean, okay. that's true. Okay. Um, cause it does say, is it in Amos where it said they'll look upon him whom they have yeah, pierced? They pierced. Yeah. Um, and that's, that's for the, uh, thousand year reign, the millennial reign when he does come back in power and glory, uh, King of Kings, they'll look upon him whom they have pierced. So right. they're going to be able to, something's going to be recognizable right. like that. There's not going to be any doubts. Yeah. You know, he's wearing yeah. crowns and different things such as that, but brother Tim, you're probably right. Yeah. Um, Zechariah twelve ten is what he said is uh, look upon him in the prayers. Thank okay. you, brother. I just couldn't remember uh, where that was at. So Zechariah twelve ten. If you want to look at that later on, just something interesting that caught my eye. And because um, I don't think it means you know sometimes and I I want to take things literally until mm-hmm. you know the Bible yeah. says it. I'm like okay, I believe that literally until it says well that's not really what it's speaking of right. in context. Yeah. And then I'm like okay. I'm more than willing to be taught on those things. It's just something that caught my eye. So right. that's all very good stuff, um, brothers that are uh, on here and, and and talking through. So let's get back to where we're at, and um, because we're getting into that next point uh, where we get down to hear about the freedom, yeah. we are no longer slaves. And and the next several verses, a lot of them are going to be speaking about that. Um, so we stopped at, what did we stop at? Verse at 8? 10. Oh, verse 10. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, why don't you take us, brother, go ahead and read down through, uh, starting in verse 11, and uh, just start reading down through there, because I have notes starting up again in verse 20, because this is all kind of one big kind of thought here. Okay. So anything you kind of sticks out to you. All right. So I'll start at 10. For in that he died, he died unto sin once, but in that he liveth, he liveth unto God. Again, I mean, it's almost like you could, if you wanted to, you could like stop at every verse and just say, yeah. man, look at this one. Uh, Likewise, reckon ye also yourselves to be dead indeed unto sin, but alive unto God through Jesus Christ our Lord. And the thing I like about that is we look again at that new mind, you know, um, let this mind be in you. And we look at that thought process and it's, that's, I mean, that's what reckon means. Consider yourself. And so it's interesting because with that new mind, yeah, this this is something that you do. Consider yourself dead to sin. Now, herein I find application because to me, this is something that by the Spirit of God we can do. When we are confronted with temptation or whatever it you know may be, consider yourself dead to sin. Mm. And there's so many scriptures that tell us not to play around with it, not to allow temptations and things like that. And this, I think, is a part of that thought process. As far as sin goes, consider yourself dead to it. Mm. How strong of a statement is that? Yeah, (laughs) You know, as far as whatever sin may be, you look at yourself as, you know what, I'm dead to sin. And uh, 
yeah, but contrarily, alive, you know, to God, um, yeah, through Jesus Christ. So, I mean, just a, a, another awesome thought process and truth um, that honestly ought to, to guide our lives. So, continuing, uh, 12. Go ahead. All right, so let not sin, therefore reign in your mortal body, that you should obey it in the lust thereof. Now, I guess I have a question there or thought process. Okay. Um, the application there, how do we see this? Let not sin. So don't let sin reign in your mortal body, where we know that's the only strength of sin is in this mortal body, those of us who be saved. Don't let sin reign in your mortal body that you should obey it in the lust thereof. I like that word, let, mm-hmm. uh, because it's allow. Yeah. It, you know, let this mind be in you. And when Paul talks about that in Philippians, well, like I said, I believe that mind in you is that's the spirit. That's the Holy spirit. And the, the, the point is, is that you have to let, we have free will. That's right. You know, God did not create robots that mm-hmm. have code in it. And we just, you know, act a certain way, right. you know, it would be so much easier if it was, <laughs> yeah. but then we wouldn't be able to have that personal exactly. relationship, which he's one that he wants the heart as we've, we've talked about that so many times, but let, let not sin. Well, how do I do that? Well, you have to let this mind be That's in right. you, yeah. which was in Christ Jesus. Yeah. You have to let, allow the part of you that can overcome that. Right. We are more than conquerors, overcome. Greater is he that is in you mm-hmm. than he that is in the world. Yeah. You have to uh, let yeah allow that to happen so that's a really good verse there about let not sin therefore of ourselves we can't do anything about it and 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 also you know i kind of see uh a a change has to be made in our lives because it's almost like if you don't replace that old man with the new creature then the temptation is to fall right back into sin because well what else am i supposed to do it's 24 hours in a day Hmm. now what do i do so we're given that mind because we're given new understanding of what life is. Right. Um, and so I don't have to look at it how I used to where, I mean, the world teaches us that sin is life. That's what life is, sin. Mm-hmm. So it's only through Christ that we can understand, no, life is not just those things that fulfill the flesh. And um, yeah, I mean, it, it, but I mean, that's how, I got that question a lot over the years. Well, so what are you supposed to do all day? As Christian, what are you supposed to do? Yeah. <laughs> And uh, yeah, my thing was, I don't know if you're, to the people asking me, I don't know if you're trying to be funny or if you're serious. Right. <laughs> well, it's, and Paul even addresses the practical everyday life because, yeah. you know, if if we took it to that level, you know, because we're still supposed to provide for our families, right. we're still, you know, or we're worse than infidels, yeah. you know, Paul had to tell these early Christians that were living in such just dire straits. I mean, they're persecuted, they're getting killed, there's like, like, well, I guess we just need to be monks and just secure ourselves away. No, you're still supposed to have, you're not supposed to live in that spirit of fear. You're still supposed to be out there. And that's a very hard question to ask. Like, what is the level of what, let this mind be, let the spirit reign, Mm -hmm. let him make this as the more you can feed the spirit, that portion of you through God's word, speaking to him uh, in prayer, the less, the flesh is going to be right. being fed, so to speak. So yeah. the weaker that it is. And that's yeah. why Paul says to crucify mm-hmm. the flesh. That's right. Like die daily. Yeah. You have to, it's a constant process. And that's what the groaning comes from. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Man, isn't that, isn't that, uh, we know as we get older in age, as you're groaning to yeah. get out of bed, <laughs> we understand that. Right. Uh, somebody brought up something really interesting here on the, on the text here. We we're talking about let. Okay. Where he says uh, the body of Christ is letting, or uh, the Antichrist from being revealed until the catching up of the rapture. I understand what you're saying there, Brother Gabriel. So I went over here, and it's sure, sure enough, in Second Thessalonians chapter two, in verse seven, for the mystery of iniquity doth already work. Don't we already know that? Right. It's already here. The yeah. spirit of Antichrist was That's in right. the world at that time. Only he who now letteth will let. Uh-huh. That's the body of Christ. That's us. Right. Yeah. Until he be taken out of the way. Mm-hmm. When we're taken out of the way, then it says, and then, verse 8, shall the, that wicked be revealed whom the Lord shall consume with the spirit of his mouth. To me, that's pretty straightforward yeah. that we shall not see any of this stuff, but yeah, that's a good one. people still, 
Yeah. People still want to argue back and forth with it. Let the spirit teach you, brother, uh, brethren out there. Right. So that's yeah. that's great, brother uh, James. So verse twelve. Now verse thirteen. Yes. Uh, Neither yield ye your members as instruments of unrighteousness unto sin, but yield yourselves unto God as those that are alive from the dead, and your members as instruments of righteousness unto God. I think that's also part of the answer. Um, going back to yeah, the yielding exactly yeah. that same thought process. Don't give yourself over to sin. Don't mm-hmm. give your body over to sin. Don't make allowance for it exactly. either. Exactly. Yeah. And I mean, how tough is that for? <sighs> especially, I mean, as Americans, it's so <sighs> we have so much freedom as far as <sighs> sin goes. Things that yeah. we can give ourselves to. Oh, brother, amen on that. Yeah, Oof. and it's uh, again. That's why I say this. I mean, just yeah motivation application i mean it's it's definitely it's definitely here well you're right i'm i'm already thinking of things right now that just convicting of it's just like you know well i made allowance i i like why did i why did i do that that one time and i and you think back you know as our brother garrett has has spoke about when he talked about i don't know if you were with us at that time yet but when he spoke about the the uh the armor of god no i didn't get so his, you know, when it talks about that, I believe in Ephesians, as he was going through that, speaking about, you know, there's certain things that you have to put on. It says put on right. these certain aspects of it. You know, we already know we're saved. You know, we don't have to put on salvation. Yeah. You know, like because that that it, that entails like we can be able to take it okay. off. No, but it says the helmet of salvation, the knowledge, of the fact as we're yeah. talking about in Romans six here, that consider reckon. Mm-hmm. Put that helmet of salvation on because it all starts in your mind. Right. And don't we see that as as men where it, it passes through our eyes and it's like it's already there. Exactly. If you don't reckon, if you don't put on the helmet of salvation, right. knowing who you are now. Yeah. And that's the the point that he was making with the with the armor. If you choose to be a soldier that just says, oh, I forget about that. Exactly. I forget that I'm saved. Yeah. You're going to fall into anything and then you're going to get nailed mm-hmm. through the mind. Let this mind be in you, exactly. though. Exactly. Okay, I'm putting on the helmet of salvation as a, as somebody that's been in combat. Right. Okay, when things start happening, you're putting on the things that could protect you as exactly. best possible. Right. If not, yeah, you know yeah. W- what good is it? It's just sitting there. Not that we can take off our salvation as far as lose our salvation, right? But the point of reckoning, I think that's a beautiful thing that you brought up there. That just that's that's pouring thoughts into my brain now with that reckon or yeah, let. Right. Think about it. Think about who you are. Yeah. The next time you're faced with that temptation, he's made a way of escape. It's the reckon of who you are. Exactly. Remember, you're dead to yeah. that. Yeah. So keep yeah. going with it. I, I yeah. just want to say that that's verse 12 there. Wow. Yeah. Yep. In verse 14 now, mm-hmm. for sin shall not have dominion over you, for ye are not under the law, but under grace. What then? Shall we sin because we are not under the law but under grace? Once again, God forbid. Mm -hmm. Know ye not that to whom ye yield. I love this one. I love verse 16. Know ye not that to whom ye yield yourselves servants to obey, his servants ye are to whom ye obey, whether of sin unto death or of obedience unto righteousness. That's that that, uh, which, which... Um, dog wins a fight. The one you feed more, yeah, you know, <laughs> yeah. The exactly. one you're feeding more that's right. in, in that in that kind of a these two wolves right. that are within us. That's the struggle of the flesh versus yeah. spirit, as Paul talks about. If you're feeding one more, yeah, it's going to be stronger. Not that it can overcome that, but it can overcome you right. at that point because you're feeding it more, and it removes a a, a, a mystery. You know, hmm. um, who do you serve? Just look. Look wow. at your life. I mean, I, you got to be truthful with yourself. Yeah. But just look at your life, and you know. I mean, he says it right here. Whoever you obey, do you obey sin or do you obey God? I love the contrast we notice in this chapter is that he's contrasting sin, not Satan necessarily. Right. And and, and I, mean, I like that. You know what I mean? Because that's the, the cartoon that's always pictured. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's, it's, Satan made me do it. Exactly. Right. And it's like, no, he's talking about uh, sin here. And it's like, yeah, who do you serve? You know, and all you have to do is look. Are you serving whoever you obey? If you obey sin, then that's who you serve. If you obey righteousness, then you know that, okay, you serve God. If Amen. you be in Christ. Amen. 
Amen and amen on that. I mean, wow, this is this is so good. Just going through the things that are coming out uh, that you're bringing up, brother, right now. That's just opening up several different things uh, to me right now. So, but um, continuing on, that's that's really good. God forbid. And then talking about yielding, yeah. that's very good. Yeah. Verse seventeen. I'm glad that's there. Yeah, but God be thanked. Absolutely. But God thank be you, thanked. Paul, thank you, Spirit, for inspiring Paul to write. Like, just give us a little bit of a break exactly. for a second. Here for a second. Yeah, <laughs> that you were the servants of sin, mm-hmm. but you have obeyed from the heart of the abundance of the heart. The mouth speaks. There it is. That form of doctrine which was delivered you. Yeah. Being then made free from sin, you became the servants of righteousness. There it is. Now again, I mean, you look at the challenge and the motivation, he's not asking a question. Mm -hmm. If you were free from sin, you became a servant of righteousness. So it's not an issue of I can choose to be righteous. You're a servant of it now. Yeah, you still have to do it. He's not going to puppet you like you spoke about earlier, but this is your responsibility now. Mm -hmm. And I, I, I personally love when scripture shows us the responsibility we have, because though I know I can never repay God for what he's done, I sure would like to try. <laughs> I sure would like to do my best yeah. to to show my gratitude. And I like scriptures like these that mm-hmm. say, serve righteousness. Yeah, that's good. That's really good. I mean, that's just the think about that. Yes. Okay. It's not a, it's who you belong to now. That's right. You, you were, uh, there was a, I don't know if you remember this and you probably don't, but there was a, uh, this was before you started. You joined with us. Okay. There was a there was a guy that uh, from uh, uh, that other place, right. okay, uh, that said something, put like a post talking about how you know we can once again be slaves to sin, you know, and uh, addicted, and while we can live in the flesh, yes, we are no longer, and that's what I, I brought up all these verses. We are not slaves to sin. Right? No way. No. If you are a slave to sin, yeah. you means you're owned by somebody else. Exactly. Now. I mean that's loaded terms. Yeah. I mean, brother, you know more than anybody. You know, right. just like the, the the connotations behind that thought of slavery. Right. Well, you're owned by that. You're no longer owned. Now yeah. you are servants. You are bond servants. That's now right. you're you've been pulled out of that. You're the the purchase possession. Right. He made that earnest payment. That's he right. took you. Yeah. And placed you into exactly his household. Yeah. So now. It's kind of like you tell, I'm sure you tell your sons, just remember who you are. Yeah, that's right. Who you belong to. Yeah. (laughs) And and your boys are pretty well behaved when it comes to that. So uh, kudos to that. But uh, yeah, absolutely. And verse 13, but God be thanked. And that's all we have to be thankful. You know, that's who we have to be thankful for. Right. Yep. Hmm. Absolutely. And where are we at? Oh, 19. 19. Yep. All right, so I speak after the manner of men because of the infirmity of your flesh. Yeah. <laughs> For as ye have yielded your members' servants to uncleanness and to iniquity unto iniquity, even so now yield your members' servants to righteousness unto holiness. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's great because you can think about that. Didn't we give ourselves to sin? So he's like, so how much more ought we give ourselves to righteousness? Because, I mean, I, I know you can say it. I know I can say it. I did sin pretty well. I mean, as far as, far as it goes. It's, yeah, it's as, it's as natural as my, it, I don't have to teach my, my son and my, and right. my daughter. Like, yeah. they, they can do it very well. It's like, very they're, well. like, yeah. they're, like they're professional athletes. At it, <laughs> you know, like, because like, they're on a payroll. They're being, you know, essentially, you know. Yeah, no, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, so that, that's another scripture that always, I mean, just that contrast is when we have the ability to remember um, who it is that we were. And yeah, to say, man, what if I went at God with the same fervor that I went at sin? Well, yeah. Amen. <laughs> I mean, it's like, wow, mm. we'd be awesome, right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Um, that's that's what the, the, the idea of like when we finally... Uh, are able, you know, the God casts off this old flesh and makes right. things new. And the fact that we won't even have to be tempted ever yes. again, we, it it was just, we'll be completely, <laughs> man, that's just great to think about. <laughs> yeah, I mean, in the fact of the struggle of this life and, and verse 20 is my next note here. And uh, I'll go ahead and read this because we've already been talking about it, but it's interesting the way this is phrased okay. for when ye were the servants of sin, ye were free 
from right. righteousness. Right. Now that is an interesting way to say something. It is. Basically, it you know that's like all your righteousness as as filthy rags. Right. That's what it's saying there. You were you can't the in and of yourselves in a lost condition as a natural man, as First Corinthians two talks about, as a natural man. You're free from righteousness. Exactly. What does that mean? Well. Because of in of you of yourself, there's no good thing. That's there's right. no righteousness, yep. no none righteous, no not one. Yeah. That's the point. And it's interesting the way that that's phrased. I've never, you know, I'm I don't think I've remember seeing it phrased like this anywhere else in the Bible, yeah. where you're free from righteousness. So while they're in bondage to sin, mm-hmm. it's interesting the fact that since they belong to their father, the devil, yeah. you know they are free from any of this righteousness. And that makes it so abundantly clear that there's no work salvation. Right. There's no oh, way. Yeah. There's no way that there, you know, anything of yourself that he has told us in no uncertain terms in this dispensation for by grace are you saved through faith. Right. Period. Yeah. Not of works. Uh-huh. And um, that's so simple to, to see. And that's why when I get called a works salvationist and stuff like that, because, you know, well, calling on the name of the Lord is somehow a work or something like that, that's confusing. Because it's like, no, in of myself, there is no good. I had to come to the end of my own self-righteousness, which is not even a thing. Yeah. We had no righteousness. We were free from it, as it says here. Exactly. I just never saw a phrase like that anywhere else. And I've probably read that verse hundreds and hundreds of times as reading through the Bible, but... It just popped out in this study where it's like, wow. Yeah. So if you're out there right now and you're watching this and you are, you've never put, you've never come to the end of yourself. You're still thinking if I give to the poor, if I'm still a good person, if I'm still this and that, you're free. Okay. But you're free from righteousness. And in order for you to even be in the presence of a holy, righteous God, you need somebody else's righteousness. Yes. Him that knew no sin, yeah. that sacrificed himself, God will provide himself a lamb. That lamb that was slain for us. <laughs> Come to the end of yourself today. Come to the end of your own self-righteousness, because I'm going to put air quotes around that, because there's no such thing. Exactly. According to this verse, yeah. you're free from righteousness. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. My dad's on here where it says they are free from righteousness because they can't do any righteousness. Salvation makes us alive and able to do righteousness because it's through the power of the renewing of our minds. The Spirit has made us and quickened us and made us alive and able to have righteousness now and even have some ability, as you said, to live for him so there'll be something to give back. That's right. That gold, silver, precious stones, something. Yeah. If it's only done through the power of the Spirit, though. Yeah. Unless if it's done in ourselves, it's wood, hay, and stubble, as, as the Bible says. So, yep. yeah. wow. How clear, brother, how clear is this passage of Scripture oh, yeah. for Christians yeah. uh, to see? Okay. So, verse 21, we're going to a couple more, and then we'll open it up for some uh, questions and answers. Uh, and we'll get to Romans 7 next time. But uh, what fruit? Here it is. Fruit inspectors. We're to be fruit inspectors, <laughs> yeah. looking at the, what fruit had ye then in those things whereof ye are now ashamed? And, yeah. Anybody that says, well, you know, yeah, just kind of make light of, well, I, I said a prayer, and that's how I used to be. And I'm like, yeah, okay. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you got to love his matter-of-fact tone. Mm-hmm. How do you know I'm ashamed? Because you should be. <laughs> that's he, he's not again he's not asking are you ashamed mm-hmm. the question is what fruit did you have in the things that you're now ashamed of so again yeah if you're not ashamed it is a it is a, a let you say a fruit inspection it is yeah. a, a check Oops. if if i can look back and yeah. oh yeah those were the good old days mm. <laughs> that shouldn't be the thought process the thought process process should be one of shame yeah saying what the end of those things was and what the fruit did produce because it and was it all says, rotten. And it says that for the end of those things is death. There it is. There it is. Yeah. But now, <laughs> thank you again, God, yeah. for that but. That's for right. when it says but, but for God, but yeah. now, being made free from sin, there it is, yeah. and become servants to God 
ye have your fruit unto holiness and the end everlasting life. Awesome. We, now we have the ability to bear that fruit yeah. through that wellspring, that living water, yeah. and you the know Holy I, Spirit that produces that good fruit. The thing I, I, I find myself in speaking to the brethren uh, quite often and those who struggle in their lives with sin I try to show them, and of course, the, the only by the Spirit can they understand, but I try to show them that the contrast is not even worthy to be compared. What we will get versus what the end of sin is, and we see it again and again and again, what the end of sin is um, and the end of that fruit. And it's just, again, I mean, only by the, the Spirit can, can one really understand this, but yeah, I mean, I just find myself having those conversations so much that whatever you think you're getting is nothing compared. It's Romans eight eighteen. You know what I mean? Uh, mm-hmm. where, where he talks about the um, the uh, let me read it. Okay. And while there. you're going to that, okay. uh, Brother Gabriel says, "Not holy water through though no scripture." Yeah, um, we're not speaking of holy water that right, yeah, some, no, not at all. something that gets blessed by some right. some guy in a, in a robe. No, yeah. we're talking about living water. That's right. What Jesus said he would give freely to that woman at the well. Yeah. And it just for any, to clear it up, because I, I talked about the gift of God and, and uh, I thirst and talked about that living water in one of my videos. Just to clear that up, he later on, the Bible just clears up what living water is. Mm-hmm. Says he spoke, spoke of the Holy Spirit. Yeah. So it's like, it, <laughs> right. I love when the Bible says it in black and exactly. white. There's no... There's exactly. no that. So uh, Romans eight eighteen. Yeah. For I reckon that the sufferings of this present time are not worthy to be compared with the glory which shall be revealed in us. So again, I mean, it's just that's another comforting scripture, but it's one that just shows that, I mean, whatever we think we're getting in this world is nothing uh, when it when it will be compared to the glory that will be revealed in us. And I mean, it's just, uh, yeah. I mean, it's just no contrast when we see what we got versus you know, the fruit of what it is that we had, which was just death. Yeah. Amen. I'm just typing uh, brother Gabriel here. See, he was talking about, uh, it was, it was just, I know you were just joking brother, but it gave us another opportunity to right. speak about the living water, which yeah. is great. So thank you for that comment. Um, uh, that coming up through there. I, I definitely knew what you meant. And then, um, verse 23, uh, it, it just ends it up here. Uh, of course, We'll pick it up next time. For the wages of sin is death, but, well, here it is, the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. He gives you that gift, the free gift. Yeah. Free. Free. And that's why we can rejoice and have joy. See, as brothers in in Christ, we can read this passage of Scripture and have joy. I believe we've had some pretty joyful times in in celebrating and just praising God for what he did. Absolutely. uh, Because it was all because of him um, about it. Um, And so that's it. And so check out that series, by the way, uh, the Gift of God series. It's um, It's on the channel. I haven't migrated it over to Facebook yet, but you can look it up. Also, if... If they do take this channel down, we still have all the audio podcasts. They're all on the, on there, so people can always listen. You just won't see this ugly, <laughs> ugly mug <laughs> on those things, but that's okay. Hey, we're just going to keep doing this, and uh, we're going to occupy till he comes. That's right. Occupy is a militaristic term. Yeah. It doesn't mean sit back and just be like, oh. That's right. Yeah. It means occupy. Right. It's a, it's a, it's a direct order. Yeah. I know about those. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, that's why it's so interesting about being, to be able to see that on a day-to-day basis, being in the military, you get to see as a born again believer, it gives me the opportunity to bring up these kinds of things in conversations at work as well. Right. But you get to kind of see that Christian, if you're out there and you're being vexed as I am often, right. so many times about being in the world, especially in the military, it's just the language, my goodness. (laughs) But we get to see that we can kind of see the the similarities to as the Bible compares us to soldiers. Right. And then you can kind of understand like, oh, yeah, I've been given a direct order. You got two choices in that matter. You can either follow the order or you don't. Now, in the military, you don't follow an order. You get reprimanded, chastised, chastened. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. There's consequences behind that. Whether those are, you know, back in the old days of the Navy, 
there used to be physical consequences right. to that where you got flogged yeah. like wow tied up to the the center mast of the, of the ship and they cat of nine tails they actually called it that they didn't have stuff to cut you but there were like uh, knots and different things wow. on there they call it the cat of nine tails they absolutely did yeah, wow. and you got flogged that was in the uh Fortunately for my young sailors and everybody else, that's not a thing anymore uh, th- uh, uh, for them. Yeah, it's good for me growing up and, and coming up in the military as well. Uh, <laughs> so anyways, uh, great stuff we brought out of Romans 6 tonight. Boy, I tell you what, isn't God good, brother? Like He's given us his word, and, and it's convicting at the same time. Yeah. As you said at the beginning, it's going to be challenging. It's, yeah. it's a great passage of scripture for yes. all that. Hey, Brother James, thank you for coming out tonight. We're going to open it up for questions now, um, and I'll read them off as we do. Um, I believe, let's see here, Chester McDonald uh-huh. is on here. It says, that's the power of the born-again blessings to those who believe. It's all of the Holy Spirit. This is so powerful. Thank you, brethren. Thank you, Brother Chester, for being here tonight and uh, checking in. Yeah. That's, that's Papa <laughs> down there. So, Brother Chester, thank you for coming in here. And... Uh, Brother, uh, okay, the AV Maritime Bible Believer. It's escaping me your first name right now, brother. I'm, I apologize. But he says, good evening. Brother Kevin, did you receive the fan mail yet? And we spoke about the fan mail and when I was with her with my dad um, and said that he wasn't going to get any fan mail. <laughs> so <laughs> this, my dad was famous. Because actually this brother here, Mike, I don't understand why. Brother Jeff. Jeff? Yes, Brother Jeff. Um <laughs> brother Jeff is uh, uh, was requested. He's like, you should have your dad on again. So I was like, man, I can make that happen. So when we we're up there in, in New Jersey, we okay. had that remote <laughs> in there. And then um, I'll get to your question here, brother Gabriel. But uh, J- brother JT, brother Jacob says, thanks for joining this time, brother James. Oh so, yeah, absolutely. And JT, that's the he writes the. Is that JT yes? That's, that's okay, the same. Yeah. The one and the same. So. Uh, Man, I'm I'm thankful you're here too. This yeah, has been yeah. a good time. I love this is great. I I love this, and I mean, and it, it's it's cool because the first time I was here, you had maybe two or three people, and now this is kind of cool to see. I've got a a few people. Yeah. Uh, this is this is great. I mean, and we we kind of spoke after that first time, mm-hmm. um, and yeah, about what potentially God could do. But more importantly, I remember we were talking about just being obedient. That's right. Just doing what God said. And I mean, this That's is all, it's all I'm doing. This is absolutely great. Yeah. And Brother Jeff said, uh, oh, yeah, Brother Jeff. Yeah, I, I, I don't know why I couldn't remember your name for the, the, the longest, but, yes, I, I did remember correctly eventually. Um, I tell people it's because I've been punched in the head a few times, <laughs> and that's not a joke. I've been punched in the head repeatedly <laughs> doing uh, – yeah, Just don't pan the camera so they can see the rest of the room. I don't know if they're ready for that. <laughs> yeah, some of, the, uh, some of the other gear that's up here. And then my dad says, nope. Didn't receive any fan mail. You're probably not going to. <laughs> but uh, no, man, it's been so good. And uh, here, let's get to this question here. Does Zechariah 13 verses 8 and 9 relate uh, to the 144,000? Is the 12,000 from the 12 tribes the one-third of the population that will be saved in the time of Jacob's trouble? Hmm. I, without going to that yet, um, I will turn over there. But I don't believe so. Um it could be, but it talks about one-third shall be saved. There's going to be people that make it through the time of Jacob's trouble of the nation of Israel that aren't a part of that special group, which is the 144,000, the sealed, the ones that cannot even be touched by stuff, which is really interesting. Um, they're kind of like what the children of Israel were in the book of Exodus, where those, okay. that part of their land wasn't even touched right. by those certain plagues. Uh, Zechariah, it's getting kind of, my pages are sticking together here. I know it's right about here. There it is. Zechariah 13 in verse 8 and 9 says, And it shall come to pass that in all the land, saith the Lord, two parts therein shall be cut off and die, but the third shall be left therein. And I will bring the third part through the fire and will refine them as silver is refined and will try them as gold is tried. They shall call on my name and I will hear them and I will say it is my people and they shall say the Lord is my God. Yeah, I just think that that's speaking of the nation of Israel. Uh, 
So if you could say one third of, of, of Jews will, will survive that time, and whether that's the 144,000, I, I just don't know. But that's uh, a good question. It's just something to, to, to read through. But uh, yeah, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's an interesting question, but uh, it could, very well could be. So Brother Gabriel asked a, asked a good question there. All right, uh, brothers, we're sitting at it about or oh, just over an hour. So, but I really want to open it up. I mean, if anybody wants to ask a question of Brother James, uh, you know, I got a standing rule that don't try to stump me, but you can stump my guest. You know, sure. <laughs> he just has to answer a question. <laughs> I'm just joking. But we'll, we'll, uh, we'll, if we don't know, I mean, and it's a, you know, great question. That's a, something for us to study, and oh, yeah. we'll, we'll definitely do that. But uh, if not, we'll give it a couple more seconds here. And then uh, we'll wrap it up for the night. So, great question, everybody. I'm I'm glad to see everybody that was in the in the stream tonight. And just kind of scan, just kind of scanning back through all this. And I'm not really seeing too many other questions that we didn't address as we we're going through there. Okay. All right, well, we'll end it there then. Okay. Love you in the Lord, man. This is my, this is my brother. I, I opened up the the last time you're here saying, you know, hey, this is my brother. Don't you see the resemblance? <laughs> if you could see our our uh, our redeemed souls. Right. If you could see interior, uh you would see the similarity. Yeah, uh, cuz we have one spirit. Yeah. The same spirit um which is the Holy Spirit, and and that's the similarity. This is my brother. I love him. I love him. Love him. Love him. Uh, he challenges me. Um, we, you know, by challenge I mean, you know, he's not asking me to uh, game a uh, pick up basketball, <laughs> but uh, he challenges me uh, with the Word of God and and everything like that. And this has been a challenge tonight in Romans six, brother. Absolutely. Um, yeah. Thank you for uh, being a willing vessel yeah. to bring those things out as the Lord has laid on your heart. And uh, thank you for joining us. And again. You want to reach us here, LTMBIY, if you want, uh, at yahoo.com, if you want to send me an email. I look forward to that. My mom says, good night. Good night. Good night. Good night, mama. I love you. And uh, your dad says, iron sharpen iron. Yeah. That's right. Amen. That creates friction, by the way. Yeah. It heats up sometimes. <laughs> right. yep. But that's a good thing, yeah. as, as long as it's doing sharpening and not doling the exactly. blade, so to speak. So, yeah. But, yes. And Brother Chester, um, your dad, uh, being on here tonight. Yeah. Uh, Thank you, brother, for being here. And so, again, join us next time. I believe I should be back on Thursday night uh, next week. Should. And then there's, a, you know, some people don't, uh, quote, unquote, celebrate Christmas, and there's a lot of things. We're about to enter that season. What I'd like to do, though, is in the, not next week, but the week after that, uh, which is, uh, I believe, the day after what the world calls Christmas is Thursday yeah. I got that right. Yeah. Will that be the 26th? Yeah. And when I come on here, what I'd like to do is because we should celebrate every single day um, the uh, God manifest in the flesh, that's right. you know, because yeah. that's what provided our, our the way of escape. Yep. It gave us that freedom. And so I, what I'd like to do is uh, is read through that 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 account. OK, um, so I think that's what I'm going to do um, two weeks from now. We'll, we'll read through that and. Um, I like to have a good time just getting to the word and seeing that because he came to provide that escape for us. Right. And so I want to praise God for that and, and read through that. Thursday is the 26th. Yeah. Okay. So it's the day after. And so I will be on uh, two weeks from uh, yesterday, which will be the 26th. And um, that'll wrap up the, the year of 2019. Yeah. I started around February. I think I can't remember when exactly I started with that first video. Okay. Um, but it's coming up on almost a year. Yeah. It's hard to believe. Yeah. There's been a lot of growth, yeah. <laughs> uh, but you know, definitely spiritually. But there's been a lot of growth as far as what all this kind of looks like, right. you know, yeah. as well. <laughs> like some of those early videos were rough. <laughs> but uh, good night, everyone, and God bless. Brother JT says, uh, keep staying vigilant in the fight. Yeah, be a, be an ambassador, be a good soldier. So let's finish up with a word of prayer, brother, and we'll see everybody here uh, next. 
Thursday night at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Tell all your friends. Um, not, I'm not trying to build a, a following. I'm not trying to. I don't get paid anything for this, but I, I do think it's important that we just get back to the Word of God. Get back to the Word, not men's traditions That's or right. or a philosophy or any of that kind of stuff. None of that. Let's just get back to the Word. So let's finish up with a word of prayer. Heavenly Father, Lord, thank you so much for my brother being able to make it here safely. Lord, as it's uh, foggy outside and it's the roads are so, sometimes treacherous. But, Lord, you provided safety. We don't want to overlook that. So thank you for um, the safety as he came over here. Lord, thank you for my brother in Christ here. Thank you for the fact that uh, he edifies me and because he's always willing to just be about the word. And uh, so, Lord, I, I just ask that you'd help him to grow as I grow, and we help each other to grow as a, as a local body here. And, Lord, thank you for this opportunity as I kind of crudely, I guess, uh, portrayed it. This is a, a really large street corner. And um, we all we've been commanded to do is proclaim. So we just want to just proclaim your word, no matter what the platform, day-to-day life, no matter where it is, Lord, help us to walk worthy. Help us, Lord, through the power of the Spirit, because we've been made free, free from that body of sin. But Lord, as we're, even so, Lord, come quickly so we can be completely redeemed and uh, this this corruption this corruptible flesh lord but until then help us to occupy occupy lord until you come lord come quickly we love you thank you for what you did for us and continue to do for us by giving us the gift of god the holy spirit help us to walk in that every single day help us not to quench it we ask all these things in your precious holy name and for your son's sake amen, amen. and amen, amen. All right, my brother. Love you, dude. We'll have to do this again before I leave in April. Yeah, we'll have man. to do it again. Yeah. And so, and uh, hopefully have some more of the other brothers come on here from uh, our local body right. um, before I leave. I'm really looking forward to that, if at all possible. So, All right. Thank you for joining on Let This Mind Be In You. Tell all your friends about the channel, about all the different podcasts and stuff like that. Help get out the word. Spread the word. Be ambassadors. Walk worthy this week. All right, that's it. Good night and God bless.